Welcome to the yard. The boatyard is a great place for us to begin because there are so many hidden stories behind each and every boat. And then here they sit. They just sit here in the yard, on stands, waiting for you to ask. No, I just need like a couple minutes of <laughs> of uh, your favorite thing about the yard and your least favorite thing about the yard. I don't think yards are particularly a happy place. Like nobody wants to be in the boat yard. Boats, I think it was Tristan Jones said boats are supposed to be cradled in the salty brine and all these boats are hauled out into the workyard getting sandblasted or ground down or welded on and nobody wants to do that. I think really in the end of the day, a boat doesn't belong in a boatyard because it's a freaking boat. It should be in the water. So that's what I like least about it, is there's no water. And I like the water. Like, I mean, I, I like the, I've always liked the water anyway, right? But it, it, it's, it amplifies here, because it's, it's really surreal. The boat, there's a whole bunch of boats here, and they're not in the water. There's no water close by, nothing swimmable, really. And I like to be floating. I like to jump off and get wet. And I, I think the boat does much better in the water. I think that's, I think the longer you leave the boat on the hard, the more likely things are going to break. This is where I'm going to begin my podcast. This is where I'm going to begin my story because we have our boat here, Sedna. She is a 1985 Hans Christian 38T that we purchased actually in January and have been working on for less than a year to try and prepare Sedna for another lap. This will be her second lap around the Pacific. So we've been working hard and Hard work, especially on sailboats, begins here in the yard. And that's so that we can prepare the boat from the ground up, literally from the ground up, from the base up. So we're working on the boat, making sure that everything below the waterline is prepared and ready for a big sail, a big adventure. And then after we get her in the water, then we can prepare the rest of the boat. I'm Giselle Miller, and this is Why We Spin Yarns. Episode 1, The Yard.
Clifton Miller. Clifton Holmes Miller. And where we are and uh, the date. Like, date place where we are. Mm, we're we in right Phoenix, Arizona. Hanging out here for a few days. And then doing some last minute shopping. Doing a big Sam's Club or Costco run to go to Mexico. Wymus. Yeah. Gonna be heading down to Wymus, checking in on our new sailboat Sedna, Sound Discovery Sold. So Sedna will be all by herself in the boatyard, mm-hmm. which is With a stripped bottom. Yeah, she's kinda <laughs> naked right now. So that's the big project is leave here and head right down to Wymus, get there in a day, get there at night. I think our Bed should be all set up, turn on the fridge and turn the lights on, get everything wired back together. But she's on the hard. She's hauled out in a marina seca, a dry dock. And this specific dry dock is in Wymus, Sonora, Mexico. So Wymus is a... Um, somewhat large port town on the inland side of the Sea of Cortez. Uh, It's about halfway down the Sea of Cortez. If you were driving from Phoenix, it takes about, well, it takes us usually eight to nine hours, which makes it very popular uh, for cruisers that live up on the West Coast, as well as cruisers who are a little bit more budget conscious, because that is the other thing that uh, Wymus is known for, is some cheaper haul-out yards. Marina Secawimus also has a nickname among cruisers, and that's Gabriel's Yard. So if you're uh, familiar with cruising down in the Sea of Cortez and you've heard of Gabriel's Yard, that's where we are. That's where we start. And to talk a little bit more about that nickname is Gabriel himself. Okay, I'm Gabriel Larios. I'm the manager owner of Marina Guaymas, here of course in Guaymas, Sonora, Mexico. Our work here is haul out the boat out of the water, of course, uh, put it on dry storage, and give the maintenance uh, they needed. We started like 15 years ago. My father used to own uh, like the quart part of the what we are right now okay. of land. Uh, of course, we didn't have customers. We did. We just have it like two or three sailboats. We used to be working with my just with my neighbors traveling, okay? After like five or seven years working like that, I, uh, I was saving some money, mm-hmm. and I asked for a couple of credits at the bank, and it's how we build the, the way, the traveling way. And we finished the last payment of the traveling we have it right now. And that's a, that was a huge, huge uh, um, advance in the business for us. It's when we start working by ourselves. Okay, so how would one do that? One would drive down the road. This is Ron speaking now. Ron and Diane own the junk rig sailboat Batwing and have been coming down to Gabriel's yard since Gabriel began taking sailboats. And come to a left turn and then you drive down the left turn and on the left you'll start to see boats on the land and with masts sticking up. And that would all be fenced in. 
Um, we were here prior to, I think we always had, always had some sort of fencing. When you turn into the yard, the water's down to the right and, and the road you came from is to the left and, and that's the way the water would flow also. So where we're at in the yard is up close to Gabriel's old house office or it's now office and the water flows downhill from us. After we buy, finish the payment of the travel, after we finish the building of the travel way, we start working by ourselves and taking another three, four years to start being a real business. In fact, we was just being a business like six years ago. And wow. see, exactly, but it was been a huge process. At, at that time, was after we started being a business, I still saving some money. We buy the, another piece of land here in front. And was been really a, a Grateful is the word, gratificante, yes, uh, because I finally I see the result of the effort we was making yeah. all these years. The hard work. Exacto, yeah. the hard work. <laughs> and I, I, I feel good of that. Yeah, I feel good with that. Bueno, pues mi nombre es Ariana Misquis, eh, tengo 33 años de edad y trabajo aquí en Marina Guaymas Seca, en donde nuestros amigos eh, Gisela y Clifton tienen su embarcación. My name is Ariana Misquis. Well, my real name is Ariana Giselle Misquis Guardado. I have a really long name, but it's, it's coming in Mexico, you know. And I'm 33 years old, and I'm the um, uh, manager administrator of the um, Marina Guaymas Seca. <laughs> and I think the busiest uh, time is in uh, in the fall, because the the customers start to coming, and they pick up the boat, and um, I mean they splash the boat. But um, also they uh, make um, some works on the boat, for example, yeah, the man, man or the bottom paint or sailing paint, you know. So it's more, it, I think it's more, um, it's more work to do for, for them and for us too, because um, we always busy in this marina, okay, the, the most of the days of the year, you know. Yeah. But a must in in fall when the customers came for that. The um, cruisers are like a community, you know. So it's it's, it's really um, different uh, how we live here in Guaymas. First of all, for example. Um, It's, it's really um, weird for me understand or realize that some of the customers, they don't have like house where they came from, you know? For example, I have my house where I live, 
But no, a cruiser, sometimes they don't have house and the only house that they have is the boat. So how they can live on the, uh, you know, in the boat, you know? So is this kind of, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's, it's bad, uh, but it's like weird because, for example, for us in Guaymas, um, our first goal is have a house, have your, your own house, you know, and you work for that. You know, and I think it's the same in United States. But how, how is possible that a person can say, "Okay, I'm gonna leave everything, I'm gonna sell everything, and I'm gonna be selling," you know, and have only a boat? Like, I, I mean, it's it's hard, but it's it's awesome because you can go anywhere, whenever. You know, it's 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 different. It's it's just different. But but I think it's 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 awesome. <laughs> Get down there, and then the big project is going to be doing the bottom. I'd say bottom paint, but that understates what the project is. We got her stripped down, ground down, ground down to bare fiberglass because we had some blisters. So after grinding it all down last year, we have some help. This guy Pancho Francisco, he's he did a lot of the not just grunt work, but also. <laughs> He's kind of the fiberglass paint guy, so he knows he's done it more than us. So, okay, my nombre es Francisco. Yo trabajo la fibra de vidrio y la pintura en la Marina Seca Guaymas, en Marina Fornatura, en Marina Real. Tengo 17 años trabajando, haciendo este trabajo. Y ahora me tocó trabajar para el barco Sena, propiedad de Giselle y Cliff. <laughs> ya estamos muy próximos a terminar. Espero que queden contentos. <laughs> Gracias. We met Francisco for the first time in Gabriel's yard um, in the spring of 2014 when we brought our old boat, Sound Discovery. And we need to do some fiberglass repair and a little bottom job. And so I'm sure we asked the yard guys and Gabriel. It's Gabriel's yard, and he said Francisco's the guy. Siete años. Empecé trabajando en los barcos camaroneros. Oh, en camaroneros. Sí, con mi papá. Mi papá era el capitán y yo trabajaba con él. Francisco <laughs> grew up in Wymas, Sonora. His family is still in Wymas. He grew up as a commercial fisherman, and his dad owned a shrimping boat. So when he was 17, he started working on his dad's shrimping boat and would go offshore for a week or two at a time and go shrimping. Cuando ya cuando ya no trabajé en los barcos camaroneros, un americano me visitó y me dijo que si quería trabajar en su yate, en su velero. Yeah, sí. Francisco was working with his dad as a commercial fisherman, but there was just a season, just like in Alaska, there's a specific season, so he needed to do something else for the other part of the season. And so he was working in a mechanic shop and started helping paint cars. And this kind of led him to his first job with an American who sailed on into Wymas Bay with his sailboat and needed 
uh, fiberglassing work done, needed a new paint job, needed new bottom paint, all sorts of stuff, and was willing to pay. And Francisco just happened to be in the right place at the right time. Oh, yeah. Después, cuando trabajé con ese americano, empecé a pintar barcos. Yeah. Sí, sí, sí. Francisco before we finish the interview I asked Francisco for a little bit of words of advice words of wisdom from his years of shrimping on the ocean on the outside of Mexico on the outside of Baja and this is what he had to give us conocen el mar pero yo siempre les digo el mar hay que respetar si respeto Al mar. I think so. It's very good. Respect the ocean, yeah. the sea. It's very important. Sea, sea. Para nosotros, el mar peligroso. Es peligroso. Es peligroso. The ocean is very dangerous. <laughs> I'm Ty. And I'm Hillary. So our boat is Varuna and she's a Pearson 367, so a 36-foot cutter um, from Portland, Oregon. What else? Um, and you guys started cruising? We left, Oregon we, pulled, we crossed the Columbia Bar in June, June 2016. end of June, June 26. June, was 26, it 26? I think it was. Oh, I didn't know in that. 2016. I was just gonna say 2016. <laughs> <laughs> June 20, yeah, so coming up on a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right, so I'm Nick. I'm Ika. And we were on Serendipity, a Hans Christian 38 Mark II. We're out here in wonderful Guaymas. Uh, what oh, we're doing. Nice in Guaymas. <laughs> <laughs> what we're doing is we're, we've stripped off all the bottom paint down to bare fiberglass, and we're going to have to build her back up again. Uh, make her all nice Which sounds oddly familiar to the story of our boat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we gotta put her pants back on. <laughs> She's a bit naked. <laughs> yeah, that's what we said for a while, is that she had a naked bottom. <laughs> so, yeah, we were looking at boats, and we looked for probably a year when we were saving up money on the internet, and this boat in particular, or this make and model, was our dream boat from day one. Like, if we get any boat in the world with any amount of money, this would be it. Yeah. And we went to San Diego and to look at another boat at the same brokerage. And Ika was just looking at the listings on the window. And we have to have a look at this. Like, oh my God, there's a Mark II. We have to go look at it. And it was way out of our price range. And just like, no, I'm not even going on the boat. I don't want to look at it. I'll just get frustrated and disappointed. And well, she made me go look at it. And we ended up with it. Yeah. <laughs> my, my name is Robert D. Berry. 
Um, I'm um, 64 years young now, and I uh, my boat name is uh, Wind Pirate. It is a 36 Formosa Tiger catch, uh, and my boat has had me for 18 years. Hi, I'm Mike. Uh, my boat is Pura Vida. It is a Islander Freeport 41. Um, my wife and I, Judy, we just bought electron new electronics this year. We're putting those on and then we will splash and head south and we'll see how far we get before we have to turn around and be back here by May. I'm Terry and my husband's Ed. We're on the boat Seymour. Our last name's Moore, no surprise there. Um, we travel with my little dog, Roxy. And today we are getting splashed from the Guaymas Boatyard. And we are going to head down to uh, La Cruz in Banderas Bay. We have to be down there in time. My granddaughter's coming to spend Christmas with me. I'm so excited. Um, she's five years old, so first time we'll celebrate Christmas since we've been down here for seven years. Anyway, um, yeah, we love sailing. We've got a Hunter 356, and cruisers are the best. So we're we're Lee and Trudy, uh, and we have Viger, our soon to be known as La Brisa, and she's a Baba 35, 1979, and uh, we've been working on her for quite a while. And uh, we adopted a yard dog, Blondie, and she gets hauled up and down the ladder right now as we work on the boat. Um, but we've had a lot of projects. Uh, we've been here all summer, so it's got to experience uh, the heat of uh, Sonora and uh, a tropical storm and we've just uh, we really like it here but we're eager to get on the water. My name is Bruce Glass and I'm the owner and slave to Scuttlebutt uh, 41 foot Formosa 1975 hall number 309 and uh, I truly enjoy uh, living on this boat and sailing this boat. It's very stable. It's a solid concrete foundation to go to the next adventure. Uh, a little bit of heat, a little bit of heat rash my boat gets, you know, and it's a uh, 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 wood coach house and it suffers a little bit but I'll make that up you know I got a grinder I've got epoxy you know I got you know and I can find all that hair you know and I can put more glass on it and I can straighten out whatever damages I get for the heat of the summer you know but it's inexpensive and it's a it's a good place and hell when I whether you got your truck or whether I got my motorhome here while I'm on the water it's safe and this place is safe even when I'm up north and my boat's here and I've got my motorhome with me. And, it's, and when I got my motorhome down here, it's a dollar a day. Hey, people, try to store a motorhome for a dollar a day. <laughs> you know, your truck, same thing, dollar yep. a day. Uh -huh. You know, and you're on the water and you got a security guard sitting right there at the gate, you yeah. know, and they care about you. They do because these guys have been around a while and... Uh, that's a good thing. When you when you see a yard, how long have those guards been there? How long is this, uh, is this you know? And do they care about their people? Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the, 
de Alaska, usted. Sí. Hace mucho frío. Sí. Y mucha lluvia. Y mucha lluvia. ¿Y aquí? Nevar, nevar. ¿Y aquí, aquí anda a gusto? ¿Qué? Aquí anda ¿Usted anda a gusto aquí? Oh, yeah, sí. Sí, mortificarse que va a llover o va, va a nevar. ¿Cómo se dice smart en español? Lo, uh, oh, I forgot that word. I'll never remember it. No recuerdo. Pero, uh, yeah, Cliff y yo vamos aquí por el sol. Ah, para, para tomar sol. Yeah, sí. Pero ahora... <laughs> No sé, uh, voy con mosquitos, like a chi, 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 chi. Sí, zancudos. Sí, sí. Zancudos. Zancudos. Muchos zancudos. Mosquito, dice. Yeah, yeah. Y necesito más protector por el sol. Pero, ¿tu color está bonito? Ahora, pero, uh, it, you know, uh, uh, ¿cómo se dice? Uh, lo siento, but the burn, like rojo, en el, después, uh, después un día en el sol, cuando tu piel es rojo, ¿cómo se dice? Quemada. 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 Sí. Quemada. Tiene que poner uh, bloqueador. Yeah, hay un quemada y después, uh, you know, bueno. Es que ahorita, como está el sol, Ajá. una quemada del sol así es peligrosa porque viene sur, cáncer. surge cáncer uh, en la piel. Cáncer, ya, no es Ya, sí, sí, sí. Por porque el bloqueador, necesita mucha protectora. Sí, sí, el protector, sí, sí. el bloqueador, yeah. bloqueador y, y ya no se yeah. puede broncearse muy bien. Mm -hmm. No se quema, se protege. If you didn't catch that, Mom, that was the night guards, Alfonso and Miguel, actually lecturing me on wearing more sunscreen in the yard. <laughs> in my terrible broken Spanish. Today we're going to put another coat of bottom paint on, some ablative bottom paint so that barnacles don't grow onto the bottom of a boat and get choked up with seaweed and slow us down. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> what else is happening this weekend? It's your birthday. Giselle's birthday. I'm turning 40. Yep, the big 3-0. <laughs> The doble, doble quinceañera. <laughs> yeah, the doble quinceañera. Um. Could you talk a little bit about what your, yeah, what your seasonal life looks like now, kind of, or at least has for the last little bit? Well, we have our boat life, and we, we love it. When we come down here, we see all the people that, you know, have boats here in the yard, and we're meeting new people, and it's a lot of fun. And, um, of course, we love the potlucks. You know, that's, that's one of the fun things about being in the yard is that you either have a little gathering at your boats or somebody else's boat or a potluck or whatever. And that just makes life a little bit more bearable while you're doing all this dirty work. You know. Um, so we always, you know, spend at least three weeks in the yard and then 
do whatever work we can and then splash and enjoy ourselves for the winter and then reverse the process get the hell out of here and in, in by April sometime in April it's getting kind of hot so it's harder to work on your boat then so you just want to button your boat up and go home and so we uh, uh, sometimes in the this last year we visited some of our sailing friends uh, during uh, uh, the time we were back up in the north mm -hmm. so yeah I, th I think we make some lasting friendships by being in the yard even though we see these people sometimes in the water too but most for the most part we know we're gonna see the people in the yard yeah 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 the boat yard is a um, well, I don't know what the right word for it is it's it's a special place it's kind of the center of our sailing universe and we look forward to coming here every year and, and the weeks we spend in the yard I mean we're all working hard we're all helping each other but we drink hard the bat under Batwing Stern has been party central for the last three years and and there have been some amazing parties gone on there and it's just a great get together and we'll have um, to do one before we leave we'll yeah and it still goes on, but... Let's celebrate! Yay! Yay! <laughs> That's the negative part. The positive part is that actually this is a, a thank you Thanksgiving because for the Water Tribe, which you and I are all part of, and that we're down here and safe where people don't carry guns on their hips. We came south so that we wouldn't have to worry about, you know, Murders in the stadiums and the whatever. So, you, we'll you're safe in Mexico, one of the yeah. most dangerous countries on the planet. <laughs> anyway, thank you all for coming. This is, I don't know how many annual uh, Thanksgiving celebration that we've had here in the yard. 13. It's always been a fun time. We have people that have gotten so drunk they've broken tables and fallen over each other. And it will happen it's still early. We were younger then. <laughs> but you have permission to do whatever you want here. Whatever happens in the yard stays in the yard. So that's our car is an ambulance. Then it leaves. <laughs> That's right. Well, thank you, Ron and Diane. Is there anyone who wants to hold year after year? That's it. Year after year. <laughs> <laughs> Next episode of Why We Spin Yarns. Okay, ready? It's a splash day, the Sedna. Yay! <laughs> Dia de la splash! Sí, sí. Dia de lanzamiento al agua. Hooray! Okay, vamos a ver. Listo. Ojalá que sí.
Radio check. Capitania, Capitania, Capitania. Buenas noches, este es un Valero Sedna de 13 metros. Estamos saliendo a Guaymas y vamos por Puerto Vallarta con dos tripulantes. So, I'm going to be quiet because Cliff is sleeping downstairs, but just for the record, we're sailing at six knots and it's midnight and I think we need to have more champagne at sunset and toast to Sedna more often because literally right after that the wind picked up we've been sailing all night guess that means we're starting a tradition Lots of special thanks on the creation of this first episode. Thank you to the management and staff of Marina Seca Wymus, especially Gabriel and Ariana, and to all the cruisers who indulged me by introducing or uh, allowing me to interview themselves while they were deep in their boat work. Cruisers featured included Ty and Hillary on Varuna, Bruce on the sailing vessel Scuttlebutt, Ron and Diane on the junk rig Batwing, uh, Nick and Ika on Serendipity, and many, many more. Thank you so much. Extra special gratitude goes out to the Brooklyn-based band Vagabond Mantra, who have graciously allowed me to use their tunes from their new title album in the podcast throughout the season. You can find them on iTunes, Bandcamp, Facebook. If you want to see the songs that we used, you can go uh, into the information of the podcast or onto my website. And you can look forward to hearing them much more in the future. If you like what you heard and want to see photos or uh, see more details about our experiences on the boat and in the yard, visit our website at sednastories.com or check us out on Instagram. And if you have any good stories about your experiences in the yard, we'd love to hear them as well. Email us at sailing.vessel.sedna at gmail.com. Finally, this podcast and radio story was created and recorded by me, Giselle Miller. Hope you enjoy and listen in the future. Until then, fair winds and following seas. I'm gonna find me a way.